Come on, give it to him. Hallelujah. He's worthy of it. Come on, hallelujah. He's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of every hand clap you've got to give to him. Oh, you're the, he's the one that give you the strength to clap those hands. Oh, Psalm says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Woo! Be thankful. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Hallelujah. Are you thankful for the Holy Ghost that has moved in this house here tonight? Are you thankful for the power that has moved? Because you know what? We can't do this by ourselves. Pastor could come in here by himself and do a really good job, I'm sure. But it sure helps when there's, when there's saints of God out on the pews to get behind him and back him up. Woo, hallelujah. I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for coming out tonight. Thankful for this opportunity to minister tonight to God's so gracious people. You know, again, we're, we're nothing without Him. Brother Yancey Henry, it's good to see y'all. And Brother Lopers, Lopers, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I'm sure you was looking forward to Brother Moore. But, you know, we, we're going to do the best we can. <laughs> oh, It's so great to be here. If you have your Bible, let's go to Genesis 22 and 2. Again, I'm thankful to... To be here tonight, I am sure, sure not worthy. I'm, I'm the least of these tonight. But through the Holy Ghost, we're gonna, we're gonna give what God's given to us. You know, I had something. Uh, I thought that I had it all together, and Brother Ford, it's probably gonna be the best message I ever preached. But we have to find out next time, I guess, because <laughs> I kept coming back to this, and. Brother Josh, he got to hear a little bit of it at Brother Kelly's in Southport, North Carolina. We were up there with him. But uh, Brother Josh, hopefully I do a better job tonight than I did up there. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Genesis 22 and 2. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Morai, and, off and offer him therefore a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. You can be seated. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Moore. God bless you. You know, as we think about the story of Isaac, and, and we think about Abraham, I'm going to kind of look at it at a different point here tonight than probably what you've heard preached. And, you know, God spoke to Abraham he said, Abraham, I want you to, to take that, that promised child that I've given you. It's, you know, it, it, it's, it's, your, it's your only one. And, and you know, you, you seem like that what I'm fixing to tell you really don't make any sense. Because I promised you thousands and many seeds, sands of this, as on the seashore and stars in the sky. And I'm sure Abraham thought, Lord, I really don't understand what you're, what you're doing, but I'm going to be obedient and I'm going I'm to take my son Isaac. And Abraham gathers up his servants and, and they get 
and they gather up the load and they load up and they carry, they carry fire, they carry wood for the fire. But, you know, there's not a sacrifice. And Isaac, you know, he says, Father, you know, where, where's, the, where's the sacrifice? And he said, Son, you know, don't, don't be afraid. Don't, it's it's going to be okay. Don't, don't question what I'm, what I'm telling you. We're just going to obey the Holy Ghost. We're, we're going to obey what the Lord has spoken to me. And we're just going to trust Him because He's going to provide Himself a sacrifice. And as, as they go, Abraham, he stops it almost to, the, uh, to Moriah, the, the land of Moriah there, and he says, hey, y'all just wait here because me and the lad goeth and we'll, we'll come again. You know, Abraham was being obedient, but he still had, he still had faith saying, hey, we're going to come back. God's going God's to perform a miracle because, because he promised me Many. He, he promised me many seed. And I'm going to trust in Him. And they get there and, and He binds Isaac. And He draws His, his knife and he's, he's going to slay Isaac. And an angel stops him. He says, hey, I, I see that you're, that you're being obedient. I see that you're going to do what I asked you to do. But just hold on. Because I see, I see your faithfulness. I see your, your confidence in me. I see that you're, you're believing in me what I say. And you're taking me literal. And, and yonder there is a ram in the, hung in the thicket. And they sacrifice this ram. And him and the lad goes back down. You know church, we wonder sometimes what the man of God says. We wonder sometimes some of the things that He might ask us to do. But He's being obedient to the Holy Ghost. And you know, we have to be obedient to the man of God. Because He's leading us. He's the only thing standing between us and hell. He's the only thing. He's that voice that we've got to listen to. And we've got to hearken to. He is the voice of the Lord in our lives. I go to this story. It was on June 23rd, 2018 in Thailand. A soccer team, 12 boys and their coach, went to explore a cave. They had enough time to come back and make it home before dark. So they thought. As they made their way through the cave, the rain started to fall, and the water started filling the cave. The team, the team and their coach were then trapped about two and a half miles in this cave. And as families and different ones began to search for them, over a few days, approximately 10,000 from all around the world come out to rescue these 12 boys and their coach. They got some attention the world began to respond. All countries began to come together. And it took 18 days to perform this mission, which I'm sure to them seemed like eternity. Teams went in first trying to locate them because there was different pockets and, and holes that they had to go through. 
And as they were trying to locate them during this search, they were laying a rescue line along the way. They were laying it on the wall, securing it to the wall so it wouldn't move. Because, you, of course, you know, you, two and a half miles in a cave, there's no light, of course. And they're making their way to find these boys and their coach. And one place was so tight that they would have to remove their air tanks from their backs and pass through, pass the tank through first. And some of them would have to inhale and make their way through. And on the way in, one of the rescuers lost track of the rescue line. And we know the rest of that story. But you know, the point I want to bring out in this, all of these people that were going and, and searching for these boys, they had a determination, they had skill, they had talent, they had been taught and been through training. And all I could think about was Pastor Moore, our man of God. He's going before us and he's laying a line. He's laying a rescue line and he's, he's securing it because he says, hey, I, I, know what's, I know what's coming. I know what's coming down the pipe and I see the voices in the world that are, that are crying out, the confusion that's being spoken. And so many voices that are reaching and tugging for us. You've got a man of God that's standing in the gap. And he's going to whatever lengths he has to. Because I've, I've got a people. I've got a people I'm responsible for. That I'm accountable for. That I've got to stand before judgment and say, Hey, I've done, I, I, taught, I taught what was in the Word. God, I taught everything that you give me to give to them. God, there's no blood on my hands. God, I spoke it. And I prayed those early mornings I come to the house of God when I didn't have the strength to, when I didn't want to, when I was sick and afflicted in my body, I still got up because I said there is a church, there is a people that's trusting in me, that has confidence in me. Come on, church, we got to get behind the man of God. we got to stand flat-footed and say, Hey, pastor, whatever you preach out of this book, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to stand behind you, and I'm going to amen you through it all. Woo. Church, we've got to lift up the man of God. We've got to lift up the voice of God. Because he's the only thing standing between you and hell tonight. Woo. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. Give me praise tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing here tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Woo. The Holy Ghost is moving in this house. Speak to us tonight. Oh, hallelujah. As we look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7, he says, remember them which have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the Word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Church, you know sometimes you're going to get weary, and, and sometimes you're going you're gonna to struggle with just life. 
And there's times that you might not can call on anyone, but you've got to bring back what you've been taught. You've got to bring back what you've been through. You've got to reach out and grab hold of the line. You've got to reach out and grab a hold of that security. You've got to tap into the Holy Ghost and say, Lord, I'm going to have a death grip on the line because I know the situation is going to be tough and I'm going to struggle. I know I am because I don't have the strength by myself. God, I'm going to need you to give her the strength to hold to the line that the man of God has laid, he has laid out and he has carried through and secured it for me. Secured it for me and my family. Woo! Come on. You know, I, I thought about this the other day. A man was, was talking to me. And here I am going, getting off track here. But he was, he was talking about trees and different things. And he was talking about the town of McLean, which I, I don't remember this, of course. But he said the town of McLean down Main Street was lined with, with oak trees, live oak trees. And he said, but you know what? He said, there's only one oak tree left standing and it's from the fire department. And I see the limbs are starting to, the limbs are starting to rot and, and break off. And you know, it hit me, Pastor. I said, Lord, when a, when a tree died or when a tree was cut down or fell, Nobody come back and replanted in that spot where that tree died or, or where that void was. You know, church, there's going to be times that, that those saints of God that, that once stood here and, and made up the gap, they've gone now. And somebody's got to come in and step in that hole. they got to step in that void. Come on, we've got to grow up. We've got to mature. You know, they, those other trees can't stand by themselves. Because storms are going to come. Yeah, the tornadoes are going to come. And they're going to lay them down. And there's going to be an ugly hole there. If somebody don't step up and say, Hey, I'm going to stand in the gap and make up the hedge. I'm going to stand in that gap. Because you know what? I got to plant a seed. Woo. I got to plant a seed, not just for me, for my family, for the generations to come. I've got to stand in the gap and make up the hedge. Woo. You know, pastors, as bad as I hate to say this, Pastor Moore is not always going to be here. You know, somebody's got to step up. Woo. And it scares me to death to think about that. But you know what, church? We've got to bind together. And we've got to hold on. Because there's been a man of God. There was one before him that was stretching that line. You know, they were preparing that line for you. For me and my family. Woo. I wish you would hear what I'm saying tonight. You know, we can't do this by ourselves. We've got to hold on together. We've got to come together and grab hold to the line. He cut on a bow shutter.
I feel this thing wrapping up. Oh, Jesus. I hope I can stretch this thing out right without getting it all tangled up. But you know, I was thinking, you know, some, I'm, I'm a little visual person. So you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stretch out this line. And I just want y'all to, to visualize with me as Pastor Moore. He has stretched a line for you. He stretched out a line on this altar. And he said, hey, we've got to pray. And we've got to bind together for this church family. We got somebody sick. We got somebody afflicted. Brother Andrew, you might have to come help me. I wasn't going to get you to. But, I, but you know, and just like that, Sometimes we got to have some help. Hello? Oh, come on. Come on, somebody. Somebody's going before you and stretching the line. You know, the Bible uses a lot of lines. Just lay it down, brother. That's okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, it, it might not be straight because sometimes there's going to be curves you got to go around. There's, there's going to be times you're going to stumble and fall, but that's okay. Because you know what? You're going to get back up. Because you're going to grab hold of the line. Come on, church. we got to grab a hold of the line. Come on. we got to get up here to these altars. And we got to say, all right, Pastor, you preached a message to me. And I'm going to come. I'm going to sit my pride aside. I'm going to sit that old man beside. And I'm going to come when nobody else is coming. When nobody else is, is going to respond, I'm going to respond. Woo! Oh, these altars are open here tonight. I don't know if you know that or not, but these altars are open. And if you feel it, you just come on. You don't worry about what's going on. Hallelujah. I don't have to be finished for you to come. Woo. Come on. I feel the Holy Ghost moving. Oh, Jesus. He's on time every time. Hallelujah. Oh, God, come on. You see, there's a line being stretched. You know, and it might be leading. Woo. It's leading the pastor. Because you know what? Oh, come on, Lord, lay it on our hearts tonight. Oh, Jesus, come on. Come on, if somebody just grab a hold of the line tonight. Come on, grab a hold of the line. You know, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel tonight. Oh, God, right now I bring this vessel to you. Come on, church, let's grab a hold of the line. Because you know what pastor says? Come on, church. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what, just like pastor said, we don't know if we're going to get that phone call tonight. Oh, Jesus' name right now. Oh, Oh, Holy Ghost is moving and working in this house tonight. Oh, church, don't forget everything around you. Forget those around you. Come on, just focus on and grab a hold of the line. Because you know what? It's dark in the cave anyway. You can't see nobody in front of you. You can't see nobody behind you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, as we think, of, I think about the parable of the lost sheep. Oh, you might feel lost. You feel like all 99 is just going on and carrying on. But you know what? There's been a shepherd. There's a shepherd looking for you. Yeah, he's saying, come on. I'm coming for you, lost sheep. I'm coming for you, lost sheep. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for moving in this house. Oh, Jesus' name. It don't matter where you are in life. Grab a hold of the line. Grab a hold of the line tonight. 
get a death grip on it. Yeah, you might have stumbled, you might have fell. And, it, and your line might not be straight, but that's okay. Just get a hold of it. Come on, church. Come on, church. That's okay. That's right. Cry out to him. Cry out to him tonight. Say, Lord, I'm God, I, I turn loose, God, but I'm grabbing a hold of the line tonight. God, because I don't want to fall astray. Uh, I don't want to stumble and fall to my death without you, Jesus. I don't want to fall into a pit of hell. Oh, Jesus, God, I'm going to keep holding on, even though I'm weak, even though I'm struggling. Oh, God, I'm going to keep holding fast. I'm going to keep holding on because pastor is laid away from me. The man of God is laid away from me. Oh, and I'm going to follow him. I'm going to stand behind him. Oh, Oh, hallelujah. Church, if you need it, it's here tonight. Because I promise you, this, this is not me. I can't do this by myself. Oh, oh the Holy Ghost is moving. The Holy Ghost is working tonight. Oh, if you need it, it's here tonight. Oh, if you need it, it's here for you tonight. Grab a hold on to those promises. Grab a hold. Oh, mighty oh. oh, God, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus' name, mighty God. Lord, I don't want to fall astray. Lord, I want to hold on. I'm going to keep holding on, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus, oh God. This servant, this vessel is yours, oh God. Woo, hallelujah. That's it, that's it. Tap into what God's got for you tonight. Tap in and plug in tonight. Grab a hold of the lifeline. Oh, he's that rescuer. He's rescuing you. Keep following the line. Keep holding fast to the line. Keep holding on to those promises that's been given to you. I know it looks dark. And I know you might not can see the line. But just keep holding on. Get a death grip on this lifeline tonight. And let the Holy Ghost work. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. Because this church is, is, is propelling into the forward direction. It's going to the next level. And I want you to be a part of it. I want you to see it. I want you to go into the promised land with us. Oh, hallelujah, by the grace of God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost that's working in this house tonight. Oh, we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in this house right now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Come on, hallelujah. Get a hold, get a hold. Yeah. I can't walk without you. I can't walk without you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Mighty God moving and working, Lord, here tonight. Yes, Jesus. 
get a hold. Get a hold tonight. Get a hold tonight. And don't let go. It's where I want to stand. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. The mountain too high and the valley it's too wide and down on my knees it's where I learn to stand Lord I can't even walk without you holding my Oh. 
Bible say, Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Come on, help us say, the mountains are too high and the valleys are too wide. Everybody say, everybody ever say, say, Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. The mountain too high and the valley too wide. Down on my knees is where I Did we catch the part about the importance of the line? A diver had to go through. Now, this is all underwater now. They was in a cave. And the only access to them was going through tunnels underneath the water and making their way to them, which put pressure on the air tanks they had and the amount of time to use them. But watch this. They, somebody had to find them and attach the line and make sure it was secure enough because coming back, they wasn't coming back by themselves. But they was going to have a young little boy with them. And that little boy was going to depend on him holding to that line. Amen. And making it. Can you imagine going through those caves and so tight that you've got to take the, the, the air tanks off and shove them through? And then you squeezing through it. Well, they can be some tough times in living for God. But thank God we got some elders. Amen. That's done led the way. Done established some things. Done settled some issues. <laughs> There's some things we ought not even, it ought not even be open for discussion, Brother Byron. Amen. That, that, that issue was settled before ever I even came on the scene. Hollywood was settled before I was ever even thought of. <laughs> There's some things that's done been settled, so that's not even an issue tonight. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because the dependence, amen, of getting them babies. Watch this. Not only that, to find them, it took the line. <laughs> It cut down on the time to find them. They couldn't take time. They just couldn't leave it. Why? No, no. Somebody's got to find them in a reasonable amount of time. Or you won't have enough oxygen left in the tank to get the lad and get you and the lad back out of there and back to the place of safety. It all hinged on the line. Thank God. Thank God for the lines. Brother Booker wrote a book about it. What a difference a line can make. I'll tell you the difference it's going to make. Heaven or hell. 
God's got some lines. I'm not even interested in even being close to the line. It's a dangerous thing to always just want to run, run, run right on the side of the line. One little bobble. You know, that much as your foot's on the line, you might have been fixing to make the, 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 the shot that was going to win the World Series. But your foot was on the line. And guess what? It don't count. Thank God. Thank you, Brother Brennan. Good job tonight. <laughs> Appreciate you. I want to get hold of the line. Amen. I want to hold on to it. And I'm not interested in moving it. I'm not interested in getting hold of the line and see if I can, see if I can get it unanchored and move it over here. I'm not interested in that, Brother Quinn. I want to leave the line right where it was given to me. I want, I want Brother Buford and Brother Landrum and Brother Parker, amen, and all of our elders, if they walked into this church, they would be familiar with the church. It wouldn't look like a church they couldn't even recognize. Because if they can't recognize it, tell me what God thinks about it. The old elders, the preachers can't say, was that an apostolic church? Tony, we're in trouble. The only way that's going to happen is hold on to the line. All it is within. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you tonight. Appreciate this good church. Church, I got some good news for you. I forgot to tell you this morning. Tuesday night. I mean, he's excited about Tuesday night. Well, you fix to get real excited. Brother Rouse is going to be with us, and so that gets you off the hook of testifying. Don't worry if that upsets a lot of you. I'll give you one of my nights. I'll bring the mic to you. Brother Rouse had called me and got with me. And I told him back during the time with his dad, I said, Brother Rouse, you're close by. I said, hey, you know, Bendell's available any time. And uh, oh, we love y'all and appreciate you. But anyway, he called me. And I told him, he said, oh, brother, I don't want to infringe. I said, I promise you, brother, there'll be some of them real glad you're showing up. <laughs> Amen. In fact, some may come now. They probably wasn't planning to come. <laughs> I don't mean that. Ugly. I understand. Hey, I understand the pressure. I really do. So don't, don't take me wrong about that. Amen. I've been doing this 27 years, and I still get so nervous. God have mercy. You know, it looked like it'd get better. It looked like, you know, some of y'all say, man, you said, boy, you weren't nervous a bit. Well, you just don't know what God does. I mean, it's a miracle every time you get up here and he takes that off of you. Hey, God's working. <laughs> Hallelujah. But anyway, Brother Rouse, Sister Rouse, the family's going to be with us. We're looking forward to that and to preach the word. Amen. What a, what a touch of God we've had today. This morning, again, tonight, the hand of the Lord, the touch of God among us. Amen. I just I believe some things are going to happen. Amen. I believe God's helping us work on the altars. Amen. Some things have got to happen at these altars. Amen. To take place. And we're believing God's going to help us to see that happen and come to pass. But don't forget, we will be having Tuesday night service, not a Wednesday night service this coming week. Same time, same place, just on Tuesday night. Okay? Love you and appreciate you. Any birthdays? Birthdays. We had them all last week. <laughs> Did y'all all say you think so? Okay, no birthdays. Anniversaries. No anniversaries. 
That's right. That's right. He told me this morning. Hallelujah. He said five years. Hallelujah. Praise God. I said, that's faith. I said, now we're getting 51. He said, that's a goal. <laughs> that's right. Amen. Come on. I need a keyboard player. Hallelujah. Sister Mel, come help us out. Praise God. <laughs> ah. Sister Moore's doing good. But uh, y'all pray that she won't overdo it. <laughs> I just ask them to pray that you won't overdo it. She gets to feeling too good, and she really wants to get to doing some things, and she probably shouldn't. Amen. And, uh, you know, I won't say she's hard-headed, but, you know. That parent, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> she got to be to live with me, so it works out. Hallelujah. But, uh, amen. We want to sing happy anniversary. Amen. To Brother Billy and Sister Leanna here tonight. God bless them. Amen. One year, we want God to touch them. Let's sing. That's right. Let's give them a good hand tonight. Praise God. Before I let you go tonight, let me read. The kindness shown through the way you cared for thoughtfulness and the blessings shared. Thanks you all so much for all of the kindness shown from, from um, giving sorry, food to the kind words spoken and most of all the prayers. It is the prayers that I know has given the peace, the comfort, the strength, the needed each day. Love and appreciate each one of you. Thank you. Amen. This is from Brother and Sister Buford and the Buford family. God bless them and the Buckhalter family in their time of shame, the passing of shame. Thank you. I'll tell you what, it, it makes all the world a difference. I have a church family praying for you, uh, coming to your kind words and things of this nature goes a long ways. People don't forget that. Amen. It helps them in such a time. God bless them. Appreciate you. Amen. Love you. Appreciate you tonight. See you Tuesday night. God bless you.